0: Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, brought to you by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Connect with Sharon now at 781-837-4900 and online at bostonconnect.com. Now, here's Sharon McNamara.
1: And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. I had a week off. I feel nice and refreshed. We have Ryan manning the phones. Good morning, Ry.
0: Good morning. We're like
1: Biff's now. I can call you Ry. Oh, right? absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Happy Easter to you, too. That's tomorrow.
0: Yeah, happy yes. Easter. Are
1: you looking forward to all that candy?
0: I love chocolate.
1: I gotta mm-hmm. tell you. Yes, yesterday- And Easter icons. hunts Yes. Oh, yeah. What's better than that? And Nothing. The little scavenger hunt. I know, and kites.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love kites. I, who
1: doesn't love a kite? It's going to be windy. Well, <laughs> today ahead. it's going to be windy. All right. Well, we'll get those kites out there today. But yeah, I have had my fill of chocolate and vanilla. Yesterday was my birthday. So thank you to everybody for all those wonderful birthday wishes. I had two cakes. So how's that for... You know what? When you get to a certain age, who really cares how many calories there are, you know I mean? Happy birthday, Shane. Well, Happy thank birthday. thank you, yeah, I am. I told everyone I was 57 and they're like, you look great for 57. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think, Tracy White from Casoli, let me not digress too much into this, but don't I look pretty good for 57? Amazing, absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But the truth of it is I'm 47, but whatever, I mean.
2: We won't yeah. tell anybody. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. Well, I never got that. If I told people I was 40, It would be like, she should really take a nap or two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. So um, again, I am feeling a little silly today. I did have last week off, so thank you again to Bob uh, Gleason and Larry Hunt, who did a fabulous job talking about uh, navigating the buying and selling process at the same time. It was great to have a little day off, sat there on my in my jammies on the couch, so that was fun. Uh, today, we, of course, have uh, Tracy White from Casoli Septic Systems, and you do still have Atlantic Metal and all that. You have a lot of everything over there.
2: That's busy. It's a yeah. busy place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be.
1: I know. And you look great for 87, right? Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're very happy <high laughs> at that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so you're busy over there too. So, um, we also have with us is Linda MacDonald from Boston Connect Real Estate. Good morning. I'm so glad that you could join us today. I'm happy to be here. Thank awesome you. For you. I'm me. glad I always like it when you come too because, you know, Tracy and I have conversations all the time. So, sometimes it gets a little I'll call him. I text him. I text you a lot, probably too much, huh?
2: No worries. Really? No, don't worry
1: about <laughs> it. Okay. But you're really good. I mean, you always always answer my questions and I'm one of those people, like if it comes to my head, then I sort of text it. I don't expect immediate response, but he generally does. Um, So sometimes I worry that when we're interviewing each other and talking to each other, that it's gonna be like stuff that we've always talked about. So it's always nice to have Linda come with us as well because she can a- add a fresh voice absolutely. to things. Nope. So, absolutely, Um absolutely. So things have been busy picking up now that there's no snow or what?
2: Yeah, absolutely, it's getting busy now. Yeah, is absolutely. the
1: ground still frozen though? Like how does that all work?
2: Um, right now it's really not. There's no. a little bit of frost in a few places, but not really, nothing to worry I have to, to tell
1: about. you, your guys were over at one of my listings recently and that was a process. I mean, first moving the snow,
2: Oh, yeah. It can be... It, when somebody's selling their house and there's three feet, four feet of snow on the ground, it's a little challenging for sure.
1: Yeah, but you guys did it. i, mean, I got to give you a lot of credit. i got to tell you.
2: They weren't happy. It was, like, three out, so <laughs> I they <know>. managed.
1: <laughs> then they have to use, like, like jackhammers or something to get into the... <laughs> Actually,
2: because of the frost and we didn't want to do much damage to the yard, we ended up mm-hmm. taking a saw and cutting the grass Wow. and then pulling chunks out of... Square chunks of frost we didn't have, cause you make a huge mess in there,
1: yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, anyways, again, this is Tracy White from Casoli Septic. And we, if we get some time at the end, we'll also talk about what's going on in the recycling world, too, with all the metal and everything. I know that's one of Mark's favorite places uh, to go there. Those are always fun conversations. I, I love to find out, like, okay, I won't digress. That's fine. I, I promise. But I love, like, that you come up with some of the craziest things that come through the door. Anything recently come through crazy, like, just out of the... Ordinary?
2: Not really. I mean, it's been very slow because of the weather and yeah. people not out picking up the metal and doing much scrapping. Covered
3: with snow. Yeah. Exactly.
2: So, um, and nothing that I can really see has been. Abnormal, right? Yet, really? But there will be something, I'm sure we get some real crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: you'll have to send me some pictures and stuff, and we can put them on our blog and stuff because that's actually fun stuff that we see. Mark actually was at a house recently in Hingham, Cohasset in one of those areas, Norwell, and they were taking down a wall and they found a um, like a, a penny from like 1801 or wow. something. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they brought it to the homeowner, and the homeowner looked it up, and it was worth like seven to ten thousand dollars wow. or something. That's
2: amazing. Huh? Yeah, it was amazing. Awesome.
1: Mark said it was really cool to look at, and the guy was like. Oh, I'm gonna shine it up. Max, like, don't touch it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, rub the (laughs) numbers (laughs) off
1: Yeah, don't touch it. Just bring it to somebody. So, um, so today we're going to be talking about septic systems. This is a really serious conversation that we have because, you know, everybody worries about you know if your system goes and the expense involved with all of that you came to the office recently and you did such an awesome presentation for Mm -hmm. us there with all the pictures i'm going to look that up actually and i'll put some of those pictures up so people can see sure um so why don't we just start with the basics let me let everybody know 781-837-4900 781-837-4900 is the number to call ryan uh, so you can talk to us about your questions regarding septic systems in the state of massachusetts why don't you just tell us what title five is why don't we start there
2: so a title five inspection is an inspection that um, has to be done your septic system when you're selling your home so what we do is we come out and we have to do an actual we have to actually go through your house we do a count of the bedrooms make sure that your laundry is connected to the system Mm because no longer can you have a separate uh, field the leaching pit field laundry, it now has to be all inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, then we actually inspect the tank, the D-box. We look in the yard for um, what they call ponding, meaning that the system's actually failing and it's leaching out the side of your yard into your neighbor's yard or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we check the levels in the tank. So there's quite a little bit of a process, but this all has to be done and you have to obtain a passing uh, Title V inspection to be able to sell your home.
1: Okay. So in I know that a lot of people think that it's a seller requirement, but I heard that that isn't necessarily true. It's not that you're required to do it, but if you don't, then the buyer isn't going to be able to get a loan. It's really the, you're not going to get a loan because a a mortgage company or a lender is not going to give a buyer money if the system has failed. Is Correct. that true? I mean,
2: yes. Yeah, they won't. You can't. And in most places, I mean, I'm sure there's circumstances where they can work with you and have it fixed. As you've seen, we fix them at closing or yep. the week before closing. We put a new system in or do the repair and then it's done. But most banks um, that I've ever dealt with will not allow you to mm-hmm. pass papers or so they will not fund the, the home until yeah. it has a passing Title five, because they don't want you to move in the house. And then have a pass. Then have a septic problem, mm-hmm. and then where's the money going to come from to fix it?
1: Absolutely. So I know that um, this cesspools. Like, tell me a little bit about the different types of systems. Or maybe we'll back up a little bit. If somebody is putting their house on the market, what when should they think about having this done?
2: I try to tell people to do it before you put your house on the market because mm-hmm. once you put your house on the market and you've picked your price point of what you really want to get, that's great. But if you have a septic problem and now you've got to put $10,000 mm-hmm. in, now you're saying, geez, I wish i knew known ahead of time I would have asked an extra $10,000 in my pricing and advertise I have a new septic. So yeah. I tried to tell people, do it ahead of time, know where you are so that you don't have yeah. no surprises. You've got a great offer, they want to pay mm-hmm. you, you're happy, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're going to take a five, six, seven, it could even be only be $1,000, but you're going to have an expense that you didn't plan on. Yeah, Do it up front and you'll know.
1: Right. The um yep. With the septic system, too, though, like there's always the people who say, well, I'm really worried that I'm going to have you come and then I'm going to fail, and then what if I decide not to sell and I only have two years to get that fixed? Right. I mean, is there really the you know septic police checking that stuff?
4: Well,
2: this is the way it works. Uh, there's two sides to this. So we can do what we call a voluntary inspection. So if you're thinking of selling your house but you're really not sure if you want to sell it and a lot of it's going to be based on if you need a new system or not, we can do a voluntary inspection. What that means is we'll come out, you expose all the covers of the components, meaning the tank and the D box. You expose those components, meaning get the cover accessible. I'll pull the cover off and I'll give you a basic idea of if it looks like it's gonna go or not, meaning mm-hmm. it's gonna pass or not. Then you want to, you say, okay, geez, I have a pretty good shot at it passing. Now I'm, I will sell my house and mm-hmm. we can go forward. If I come out and do a Title Five inspection, a complete inspection, I have to turn all the paperwork in. Okay. I can't keep it. So when I turn it into the Board of Health, they see the fail on the paperwork that has failed. Yep. Now the, the clock starts. Okay.
3: But isn't it true also though, if the um, homeowner has been having the septic system pumped every year, they have three years That's, to get that done? Um, how,
2: how does not, that on not on a failure. That's Not on a failure. Right. So on a passing Title V, uh, if you pump it every year, you can get a three-year uh, usually, you'll get a two-year window. If it passes, the certificate's good for two years. Mm-hmm. If you right. pump it each year, you can go to three.
1: Okay.
2: But oh. not on a failure. A failure is a failure.
1: Yeah. And then they'll be knocking on your door saying you have to get it fixed. Yeah. Well, they
2: want to work with you. They're not out to, you know, yeah. pull pa- parole the place and, mm-hmm. and make a... Um, an issue out of it. Yeah, they just don't want to become a hazard for your neighbors and, yeah. and yourself as well. And
1: of course, I mean, yeah, I mean, especially that ponding thing that you were talking about. I mean oh, that's yeah. a very that's a very um, gracious cute. way of saying uh, green slop, grass yeah. slopping through. You know what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. And
2: they just don't want you to deal with it. Your neighbors to deal with it. They don't want to enter the water table, a well, yeah. or something. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's important to it get taken care of.
1: Absolutely. Again, this is Sharon McNamara, along with Tracy White from Casoli Septic Systems and Linda MacDonald from Boston Connect Real Estate, one of our agents over there. She's one of our wonderful agents over there. We have Thank a lot of you. great agents, we though. Denise Caprio, as well. We might as well mention her, even though she's not here. When are we going to get her here? Listener wants to know what a D-Box is. That's a very good question. So can you explain to people what all these elements are that you're talking about?
2: Sure. So a D-Box is uh, really what they call a distribution box. Yep. So the sewage comes out of your house into a septic tank. Yeah. Then when it leaves the septic tank, it goes to a distribution box, which now distributes the sewage in several different directions evenly Mm -hmm. that's really what it is and it's not a very big box it's typically um, about 16 inches wide by about two feet long and about a foot deep it's not a real big it's a cement box with a so
1: it goes from the house to the septic tank septic tank to
2: from the the tank it goes to the distribution box okay and then from the distribution box it goes in several different directions throughout the leaching field is that like that Pretty much. Oh,
1: look at that!
2: Real close. Is it yeah. sort of
1: close? I mean, that's not too bad. No, it's really close.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's what it does. So what? It, what it really does is all that um, sewage gets dispersed evenly throughout the size of the uh, septic field. So let's say that let's just say the septic field is uh, twenty feet wide by thirty feet long. Mm-hmm. It gets distributed through that whole area evenly.
3: Hence the name, distribution
2: box.
1: Exactly. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And then, so inside here, I remember you showed us pictures. That's what I was just going to look for. I mm-hmm. know that Denine had sent me a bunch of pictures. Um, and again, Denine Caprio is one of our agents over at Boston Connect Real Estate, and the other half, better half, I'm going to say it. I'm easy not afraid. To,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely, she's the better half. No she question. really is
1: the better half. No question, right? Uh, that's right. No. <laughs> she's a pretty good bowler, too, right? She, she got is. better at no, the end of the night she does there. She well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, she is the other half of uh, Tracy White there over at Casoli, but... Um, Um, She's an awesome agent, too. And like that distribution box had like four different pipes coming out of it, right? That's basically correct. So it'll
2: have one pipe entering into the box, yeah, and could be one coming out or as many as six or seven coming out depends how big the field is which is based on how big the home is and how many bedrooms mm-hmm. are
1: in the home yeah um with the septic system so when that's what the distribution box is so i hope that that listener got that answer 781-837-4900 if you have any questions about your septic system uh what your requirements are what the procedures are please call us ryan is uh, manning the phones for us this morning with each different element every like could you have when you go and do the system could like just the leaching field fail could just the distribution box fail could just the septic like the tank like what is, could there be little sections that are just wrong like right. what about this pipe i know that there was a pipe issue
2: Correct. So we're gonna describe those as what they call a conditional pass. Okay. Meaning that a component of the system is in failure. Yeah. Whether it's been crushed, a pipe's been run over, or mm-hmm. the distribution box is delaminated and it's caving in on itself, or the tank actually has a leak in it. Mm-hmm. Um those are what we're gonna describe as a conditional pass, meaning the system will pass once these components are replaced. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily have to replace the entire system, you can replace replace just the Section that's bad. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to find those pictures.
2: As far as the leaching field goes, we un- we don't do a section repair to a leaching field. If the leaching field is in failure,
1: yeah,
2: you install a whole new leaching field.
1: Okay.
2: Um, if the tank is is in good condition, meaning it's been inspected and it's good enough to carry to continue on, we will leave the tank in mm-hmm. um, the D box as well. But typically. If the system's in failure, we replace from the tank out. So we do a new distribution box, new piping, and a new field the tank is good enough, we'll leave it.
1: Okay, so that's good to know. I mean, one of the things that I think that all of our listeners really genuinely feel from me is that the person sitting across from me at this table is someone I trust. You know that. Absolutely. And you know what? I don't have to be yes you. I mean, yes, we're friends, but you know what? You do your job really well, and that's probably why I Mm -hmm. appreciate and respect you as much Mm -hmm. as I do, as much Mm -hmm. as all the Boston Connect agents, Mm -hmm. Well, thank
2: you, and we go, we take pictures of everything. I'll sit down and explain it to the homeowner, so there's no, like, is that what he said? Because a lot of times I'll have a conversation with the homeowner and mm-hmm. if they're not familiar with a septic which 98 percent are yeah. not mm-hmm. um they walk away going i have no idea what he's talking about yeah so this way i can sit down and i'll even show pictures and say this is what's wrong with it this is what's going on and this yeah, is what we need to some do great
1: pictures too well that's one of the things too that i like is that you really are sort of patient like you know what i mean like you are very level you know what i mean when it comes to all this even when because we've had a couple situations when people get sort of fired up i mean the homes you linda yeah, right yeah. the home selling <laughs> process it's and buying can be a little
3: absolutely frustrating it's very stressful it has a lot of and, pressure and I yeah, think well, the, the thought of possibly I think people when they hear oh you know they have to have their septic system inspected you know I think the natural feeling is that uh oh, you know is this is going to cost me a fortune right and mm-hmm. they're not
2: the technology has changed over the years yeah so the systems have actually become cheaper to install than they mm-hmm. were back in the day when they were first came out with Title V in the 90s, um, it was expensive. I mean, they were just building these things to last forever and ever. Mm-hmm. And
3: mm-hmm.
2: Now and they're, they're built a lot more economical. Today. Right.
3: And I think a lot of people don't understand that it doesn't necessarily mean that if something goes wrong, it's a whole new system. Correct. They don't realize that there are different components Absolutely. and it could just be something that's easily resolved. Absolutely.
2: Yep. And mm-hmm. a lot of times we find that. A lot of times we'll find that the system itself is functioning. It just needs to be a couple things repaired or brought up to Title V compliance. That's yep.
1: all. And one of the things too is I think that people automatically think, oh my gosh, I need a new septic system. It's going to cost me $25,000. Mm-hmm. I mean, that isn't necessarily true.
2: No, not at all. We just did one in Plymouth recently and I, I want to say it was just under 11. Yeah. So it all depends on the material that's in the ground where we're going to put the system. Yeah. Um, how big your house is. If it's going to be cheaper if you have a two-bedroom house or eight-bedroom house. Yeah. Size system. the system will change. Is
1: the size of the tank change or is it the size of the leaching field that Just changes? Just the
2: leaching field. Changes. Okay. Yep. All right. It's still a 1,500-gallon tank oh, for everybody. Okay. All right. So two-bedroom or 12.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So do they have to have this pumped more often if they have more rooms? Um, this
2: is what I tell people. I would... Do nothing less than every two years. Okay. You know, you know, I wouldn't go three, four, five, or 12 and then think, well, well maybe mm-hmm. it's now I've never done it. it's working, let's not touch it. Yeah. Not a good idea.
1: Well, I have to tell you, I mean, we were in our house for a very long time, and I, I uh, grew up in Dorchester Ave, you know what I mean? I don't recall, like my parents, when they moved to West Bridgewater, I don't recall when it was pumped or anything. I wasn't paying attention to that. Sure. I, I most mean, people
2: don't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't
1: care, you know what <laughs> I mean? So we were in our house for a very long time before... It came up that I was like, "Oh my gosh, I, like, we're supposed to get this thing pumped out." Like I had no idea. Right.:
3: Now you, Linda, you say that you're pretty re- good about getting yours done. We are now. Yeah. We went a pretty good stretch, uh, I think, when we first moved in, maybe close to 10 years. Uh-huh. But you know, we didn't have a lot of you know, usage, and it was just the two of us, but um, since then we've been doing it pretty faithfully, yeah. at least every other year.
1: Okay, so some of the things too, when we're talking about like the whole process of you know putting in a new system and all of that, what is the process? So somebody, let's just say you go to somebody's house and we're like, all right, we're sorry, you have a fail. What happens next?
2: So we'll we'll describe. We'll do two different things. First, we'll do the conditional pass or fail. Okay, yeah. So if I go to your house and I do the Title Five and you have a failure, a conditional pass means a component has failed. Mm-hmm. All I really have to do is um, go to the Board of Health, pull a permit repair that section, and get yep. it inspected by the Board of Health. Okay. As long as I'm not changing any elevations or tearing out the field, I can do that on my own and so just get the Board of Health to do the inspection.
1: Can I tell you, as a buyer's agent, I, th- I think that I would rather see somebody have a conditional fail than a pass.
2: Well, it's what's con- it's only called a conditional
1: pass. Conditional pass rather than a fail. I, right. mean. I mean, no, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I would rather a conditional pass yeah. than a full pass yeah. because at least I know, like... Something's new. Something, <laughs> something was done. Because the, the, when you're doing a regular Title V, does the Board of Health have to come down and inspect that? No. Okay. No. So I trust you fullheartedly. You know that. Yes. As a buyer's agent, I don't know who's inspecting these systems. Because I've that's heard true. people say my uncle's friend does mm-hmm. this. Right. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad for your uncle's friend. Like I'm worried about my buyer. I'm right. working as a buyer's agent here. That if it was, at least I know if it was a conditional pass and something had to be done, the board of health had to inspect it, right?
2: That one component.
1: Oh, they don't have to do the whole thing. Right,
2: so if you, if the system was inspected and the D-Box needed to be replaced, you would yep. go down. The Whoever's doing the inspection or the repair would go down. Yeah and pull the permit from the town, replace the D box, then the board of health will come out and do the inspection. Then it's done. They only inspect that one particular part. They don't go through the whole thing with you.
1: But would they be able to tell though, if it was something wasn't working properly?
2: um through the rest of the system you're saying yeah No,pe not not particularly they don't usually come out they're there to do the one inspection that you pulled a permit for they're not okay. there to monitor your entitled five inspection typically oh
3: okay but don't they review the entire report and sign off on the report
2: they don't sign off on the report they just will review it yes yeah. but there's no signature that they would put on there saying that you did the right thing mm-hmm. um you mm-hmm. if you don't do the right thing you're really only hurting yourself and your reputation and your license mm-hmm. because if you've you don't want to be the person that gets caught passing something that yeah you right. shouldn't have right
1: yeah absolutely again this is uh Colin Radio a uh, 7818374900 we know everybody is out there uh, probably meeting with the Easter Bunny to get all the chocolate <laughs> and all that other stuff. I mean, honest to God, let's be honest for a second. Is What's better than eating, like, chocolate-covered marshmallows <laughs> on, like, Sunday mornings? That mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I'm not even sure if it's really a marshmallow, and I'm not so sure that the chocolate that makes my throat itchy is really <laughs> chocolate. Be careful with that. <laughs> it just <laughs> looks cute. Yeah.
3: It looks cute going down.
1: But Oh, and the phone is ringing in here. Should I pick that up? <laughs> Good morning. This is... Oh, and there we go. That's- um i have no idea who's calling i never even heard this phone ring in here before but um i don't know rye i'm sorry honey i don't know how to shut this off (laughs) maybe we should answer it should i answer it i'm gonna answer it Uh, i was gonna answer it hello this is sharon Thank you. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Tachi, are you making my phone ring in here? What's going on? I don't even know what's <laughs> happening. Stop calling me. <laughs> so, um, again, uh, we were just talking about Title V. I have Tracy White from uh, Casoli Septic Systems with me today. Again, I wholeheartedly um, have confidence in him when it comes to all this stuff because one, you're, you're really smart and you really know what you're doing. And I really feel like, I, I trust you. I know what I'm, my clients are getting when they're calling you. And, Linda, I know you feel the same way. Absolutely. Um, so we Thank have you. John from Marshfield on the phone. Good morning, John.
5: Hey, good morning. How are you?
1: Oh, if I was any better, I'd be on vacation. How about you? Yeah, it will
5: <laughs> be all of us. At least we, uh, we're heading into spring and summer now, you know. That's a good thing.
1: I, I think, honestly, John, I think I'm really happy. Not does it have much to do with all the cake I ate yesterday, but there was no snow on the ground this morning, and I hey. was... So as long happy. as
5: you enjoyed the cake, that's what help.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. So what can we help you with this morning?
5: Uh, it's not really help, but it's just a su- suggestion. Um, quite a few years ago when I purchased my house, mm-hmm. prior, to, prior to me purchasing, they installed a new three, three-bedroom 3 septic system. Mm-hmm. Well, while they were installing the system, they crushed a French drain uh, the house has, and they covered it up, and they knew what they did. So basically, during the process of passing and purchasing the house, um, we had quite a few inches of rain. The funny thing about it is that when I did the, um, you know, before you go past the papers, you can usually do one last inspection on the house. So that's what I did. And then I went, signed for the house, went and got my moving truck that was filled with my first um, uh, moving truck, and uh, I went back to the house, and the whole house, the bottom of the house, was filled with four inches of water. And that was because of them crushing the uh, French drain pipe while the, in the process of doing the three-bedroom septic in the backyard. So what I'm trying to advise and trying to uh, give out there is that uh, make sure whatever you do, uh, whatever repairs or anything that uh, you have in your uh, purchase agreement, that whoever's doing those repairs no matter if they're hired by the previous homeowner that everything is in writing and that you're protected and those people are covered by some type of liability insurance because i had a fight and i had to hire my own attorney it cost me over eight thousand dollars in legal bills just to get a lousy ten thousand oh dollars
4: so it was a loss
5: to me and that's a welcoming to new home home ownership and i just would want not want anyone else to go through what I went through.
1: No, that's terrible. Have you heard of s- situations like this? I mean, you're doing everything you can to be careful with... W- yeah, what I was mean- it that got crushed underneath? I wasn't sure what he said. The but- French drain system. Oh, the French drain <coughs> system. Yeah, because my
5: house is set um, lower than the main street level. Yeah. So, um, majority of the water comes down into the driveway. Yeah. Um, since then, I've actually had my driveway paved, <coughs> so it's pitched more towards the right, so most of the water... That comes down off the street, shifts over to the right instead of going into that French drain.
1: Okay, so when you go there, Tracy, do you know like what what are the layouts? So those are types. Of, I mean, that's a very good question. I mean, it sort of stinks he had to go through that. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean,
2: you wouldn't. If I were to his house and put a septic system, in I may not know the French drain is there either. I mean, it's very. Typically, there's no plans or drawings on a French terrain. It's something that someone puts in. It never gets recorded on the deed. It never gets posted anywhere in the Board of Health or anything like that. So, I mean, these people have to work with their reputation. If you're going to do, if you did some damage to something, then, Mm -hmm. you know, you should really do the right thing and fix it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not going to be the greatest day, but. The sad
5: thing is, they had it already opened up, um, and it was muddy because of the rain previously to that day of my closing. But the sad thing, it would have only cost between 30 and $50 just to replace that pipe oh. right? that they broke. Sure. I mean, it wasn't intentional, but no. it was an accident. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, and that's the whole thing. I mean, it all comes down to you have to really know who you're hiring, and especially you want to cover your butt. Mm-hmm. especially when you're doing home you have in your home inspections you want uh, reputable companies mm-hmm. and anything else that you have to do but to go back to the plans on the uh, French drain it was just obvious because even just looking at the front of the house um, I would suspect that any reputable company that you hire is going to do a visual Yeah, I mean really? it was just obviously that that visual um, that French drain was there Right. you mm. know so um, and with that French drain well Where's that draining to? Obviously, a pipe that shoots underground to the right, which you have to bring uh, your heavy equipment over. Sure. Uh, so it's just—I mean—it's just food for thought, and um, mm-hmm. perhaps maybe this conversation will uh, protect someone else and them from the grief that I went through.
1: Yeah, and I think that that is great, and I'm glad that you called because I think for me now, if I'm working as a seller's agent, I mean, that might be one of the questions I ask. Right. You know what I mean? So, do you have, mm-hmm. well, I'd know if they had a French drain, but now I know it would maybe be important to tell yeah. you, mm-hmm. you know, hey, just so you know, they have a French drain. You yeah, know? and I
2: mean, it's it's very hard. I mean, there's a lot of mistakes made. It's very easy to make a, do some damage with an excavator. I mean, it's a powerful machine. It moves dirt very aggressively. So if you are unfortunate enough to hit a drainage pipe or pull up a uh, sprinkle line during an installation or just repair, it, right? you got to fix it. I yeah, mean, absolutely. the job we did uh, over the winter, the one yep. we talked about cutting the grass, um, there's four feet of snow on the ground, and I pulled up a sprinkle line. What yep. am I going to do? I have no idea it's there. I'm never yep. going to see it. But I fix it. We, I don't. It's not a big deal. You yeah. just, it just is yeah, what it is. Accidents happen, you absolutely, know. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, gosh, well,
1: well, I'm sorry. Well, thank
5: it, you for you uh giving me the opportunity to share yeah. my little story there. And a John,
1: I have a, a quick thing to tell you too. We had another caller too so if he wants to call back, did he hang up? Yeah. So if the other caller wants to call back but here, I am a wealth of useless knowledge. So French drain, do you know that originally it was called a trench drain and then oh. when they came, <laughs> yeah, and then, so it was, I think a Frenchman or someone, they were talking anyways. I just picture all these old timers hanging out, you know, way back when and he couldn't understand what his friend was saying and he thought he was was saying french drain but he was actually saying trench drain but hey, we, that's,
5: that's pretty neat to know <laughs> that's, that's
1: so nice. there you go i know a lot about nothing so um <laughs> that's what i share but i'm a lot of fun when we hang out at the bar rooms so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> useless that's information
5: awesome. but thank you again i appreciate it <laughs> all right
1: thanks john have a great day happy okay. easter to all
5: i take it. you too take yeah. care so it's, it
1: happens when things like that happen it, it is it's terrible but you know what well when you were fixing the house that we were talking about the one that i had there in pembroke you noticed that the pipe from the house to the box had um, right. curved. It so had a
2: bit, what they call a belly in it. So the pipe sank between the two. So basically you have the same picture you have. Yeah. I'm just drawing for Sharon. He,
1: sh- he tank, draws pictures for me all the time.
2: And then you have the D box. Yeah. And this pipe would look like... The pipe looked like this. It sank down. It sank down, yeah, like a belly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that was probably a machine or something when they were building the house. Probably was on it too heavy.
2: Yeah. You're not supposed to drive over the pipes typically when you're done. It's least with a big machine. Yeah. You go over a smaller machine, but... This, this stuff happens. I mean, yeah. it's.
1: What well, it stinks that he had to go through that? I mean, seriously, I mean, if you're reputable enough, like you said, just fix it. I mean, things happen. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's. Uh, I believe in karma, so. Oh, me too. Yeah. I, I am not yeah. going to take the chance of walking up. You just
3: have to do the right thing. Yeah. That's right. I, I mean, know. I have to
2: sleep at night. I got plenty of work to do. I'm not going to worry about <laughs> no. somebody knocking on my door. Hey, you were in no. my house. And I know.
1: Well, I'm a firm believer. You give it out in slices, it comes back to you in loaves. And that works both ways, by it the does. way. If you're Correct. giving out good, it comes back good. If you're giving yeah. out bad, that comes back Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Um, again, you are listening to Talk Radio estate with Sharon mcnamara along with uh linda mcdonald and tracy white from Casoli septic systems we are talking about septic systems we did have somebody joe maybe from canton um he had called sorry about that 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 last call took so long but please call back 781-837-4900 we'd love to hear what your question is so we're sorry that we didn't get to you Mm -hmm. i think we're going to take a quick break right now so we can get tracy's commercial playing and then we will be right back
0: has this ever happened to you? I was taking the bail. Ooh, that smell. Stinking the high heaven. If it's time for a new septic system or you want repairs to the one you have, it's time to get a hold of Casoli Sand and Gravel today. Is money tight? No problem. Casoli Sand and Gravel offers in-house financing. So if you don't then it's time for Casoli Sand and Gravel. Visit CasoliSand.com so you can Casoli Sand and Gravel. Barbecues, Parties, Reunions, uninvited guests rid yourself of biting bugs with ehrlich's mosquito and tick control program a barrier between you and them that lasts for 30 days per application fight the bite call ehrlich formerly Watchall, your local pest control expert 781-331-9022
1: are you thinking about selling your home or buying a new one are you a first-time home buyer or perhaps just right sizing do you have a buyer's agent do you know if you really even need one What is home staging? Will it really help me sell my home faster? Do I have to have a home inspection? How much home insurance do I need for my new home? How do I handle my estate sale? What are home sale contingencies? Have you heard that you have to put 20% down to buy a new home? Did you know that that wasn't true? Are you worried about environmental issues? What is radon, lead paint, and mold? Is there a difference between a foreclosed property or a short sale? Do you need to have a Title V inspection to sell your home? What do you do if your system fails? Are these questions you have, but you don't know who to ask? Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara of Boston Connect Real Estate. Call my office for a one-on-one consultation with me or one of the many dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so we can talk real estate.
0: It's easy to connect with some of the South Shore's most experienced real estate agents. Go to bostonconnect.com. BostonConnect.com or call 781-826-7300. 50% more Talk Real Estate, absolutely free. Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, now one hour every Saturday morning on 95.9 WATD.
1: Good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Sharon McNamara, Talk Real Estate. And we have Ryan Manning the phone, 781-837-4900. So if you have any questions for us, I am here today with um, Linda McDonald from Boston Connect Real Estate. Good morning again. Good morning. And Tracy White, of course, from Casoli Septic. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. So glad that you're here. I'm looking at all these wonderful pictures of septic systems here. So I'm going to put some of these on my uh, blog. So we'll have that for people to look at. So we're talking about septic systems. We're talking about. Title V, if you are thinking about putting your house on the market, one of the things that you do have to have is a Title V inspection. So we talked about all of that, of course. One of the things I'd love for you to discuss with people is, now I just met with this young couple, uh, not really familiar with septic systems and everything. They're adorable couple just looking at me like, what is a septic system? Mm -hmm. Why do I have to worry um, looks like we have a caller, but when we finish up with that, I want to talk about what you can do if you have a system and how to keep your system healthy. Absolutely. So we have Dennis from Plymouth. Hello. Hello. Good morning. How are you today? I'm very good. Good. What can we help you with? Um,
5: I've never pumped my system, and it's about seven years old, and I don't know how to find the other How do I know about finding it?
1: Okay, so he's a, you're a little broken up, so I think that we heard you that you haven't had your system pumped in seven years, and how do you go about pumping it? Is that correct? Yeah,
2: how do I go about finding the cover so they can pump it?
1: Oh, okay. How does he find the cover?
2: So what you'd want to do, Dennis, is you'd go to the uh, local board of health, and they'll give you a plan that's called an as-built, and that's going to okay. be a, pl- a plan that shows exactly where all the components of your system are located, including all the covers. And typically, there'll be measurements from the uh, two back corners. If the system's behind the house, there'll be some measurements from either corner of your house to where the cover is. So you take a tape measure, and let, it'll say maybe uh, 16 feet from the right corner, 21 feet from the left corner. You take a couple tape measures, you pull those two numbers to the, that described on the plan, and your cover will be underneath there.
1: That seems, that seems easy enough, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah.
2: That's the only way to really find it.
1: Yep. And the other thing too, Dennis, so, you know, um, Tracy, you go to Plymouth as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Tracy not only does, uh, septic systems and installs and repairs and everything, he also has a pumping division of this too, right? So Correct. can you yeah, explain can- what you do when you go to pump it? This is really important actually, Dennis, because remember Tracy, when you were in the office, you were telling us how some people don't.
2: Take, right. the take it all. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> tell people what they have to. What what is done when you are pumping?
2: Sure. So basically, Dennis, when the um, when you locate the cover, uh, there should be two covers on your tank. We want to access the cover that's furthest away from your house, which is what they described as the outlet side of the tank. In that section, I'm not sure how old your system is, but that's the cover we want to access because that's where the filter should be. Um, we take the cover off. We pump the system down and clean the filter at the same time if you don't have a filter in your system because it may be uh, a little bit older system it's a good idea to have one installed it just adds a little bit of life to this existing system
1: is your system um is the house seven years old dennis or is it older No,
5: so the house is a lot older but when
2: i bought the house seven years
1: ago they... <laughs> okay so all right the house so is you older, probably yeah. have
2: a filter in place
1: mm-hmm. yep
2: so if to access that cover um if it was only put in seven years ago is one of the cover should be accessible with the with the filter on it. There should be a cover that's to grade. Okay.
1: Okay. And what about like when you go in there, you're not just taking the liquids off the top. So I know that how you're doing it, you're actually taking liquid and solid, but not all, right? Then right. explain why.
2: Okay. So when we pump the system, uh, your, the tank, Dennis, what we do is we, uh, we not only vacuum the system and take the water, but we also... I, this is, I hope you're not eating breakfast. I but, know.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay, that's like a Same disclaimer. Awesome. If you're eating, put your fork down right now because this is going to get a little gross. <laughs> we actually
2: have, um, what it's, it's, a, it's a long spoon. And basically what it does <laughs> oh. is uh, we kind of rake the bottom of your, your tank, so to speak, um, so that we get everything that's in there so you don't have buildup on the bottom. If it's been seven years, it's probably got some buildup on the bottom, which should be removed. So during the pumping process, we pump the water down, and then we continue to, clean the tank we do leave a little bit on the bottom so that the bacteria will actually continue working i don't leave um, a lot of it but there's a little bit of left i don't want it to be sparkly clean the bacteria needs to stay there so the system will work correctly
1: Mm -hmm. and do you like wash it down or anything like
2: yeah we actually have a hose on the truck so we wash the filter out and Mm -hmm. we wash the fittings down we wash the cover the top of the cover so it's a good seal afterwards and then of course we wash our tools
1: do those guys get paid well
2: Uh, (laughs) they're going to ask for more now
1: (laughs) (laughs) no they shouldn't be listening they should be working right now Dennis does that help answer some of your questions too with the pumping you know one of the things too I just remember um, one time Tracy had told me a story too that he had gone to a house and the woman had been getting it pumped Uh, you know, often. And then you got there and it was almost filled to the top with solids because they weren't taking the solids with them. They were just taking the liquids. Right.
2: Right. And it goes back to the same thing, ethics and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, your your Mm -hmm. reputation of yourself and your company. I mean, you're welcome to watch me if you don't mind the smell. You're welcome to stay there and watch and and I'll explain everything to you. Um, But the biggest part of pumping this system is doing it correctly so that it lasts a long A long time, not just take the water off the top and then, because it can take some time, I'll be honest. I mean, you can you can pump a system that's been maintained, you can pump it in 15 to 20 minutes versus you can spend an hour there if it hasn't been maintained properly because mm-hmm. it takes a long time to
1: yeah, use to that shovel. fancy
2: spoon and pull it across. Yeah, gloves.
1: to shovel poop all over the place. Right. Well, um, can we give your phone number so Absolutely. Dennis can get in touch too?
2: Sure, it's 781-293-2463.
1: Can you give that one more time? Absolutely, 781-293-2463. All right. Perfect. Well, Dennis, have a great day. Thank you. I, I hope that didn't hurt your stomach too much talking about I that. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend. Um, so that is an important part of this whole thing is making sure that you're getting everything out. But I, when we we're just talking about keeping a little bit of the solids on the bottom, can you explain to people the importance of that? And I know, Linda, you mm-hmm. had had some questions yeah. regarding that, too. Yep.
2: So basically the bacteria, you would need to leave, the system works on bacteria. If Mm -hmm. I take all the bacteria, then that system's not going to continue functioning properly until it builds up more bacteria. Mm -hmm. So even though we clean it and we use that spoon and we clean it and get everything we can, we don't want to make it sparkly clean and take every piece of everything because it needs bacteria to continue Mm -hmm. working on itself. And that's what breaks the material down, breaks the solids down.
3: Yeah, so I was wondering, so when I've had my system pumped, um... The last maybe four or five times I've had it pumped, they've been um, selling me these additives. So sure. what is the whole <laughs> scoop on that?
2: I'll give you my opinion. How's okay. that? Um, don't put anything in there. Okay. It's not recommended. Um, people will sell it to you, but I wouldn't use it. I, I personally think it's just a waste of money. If your system's functioning properly and you uh, don't have any issues with uh, tank leaking or the system's close to failure, don't do anything to so it. So,
3: what's the what's the purpose, though? What are the what, you know they're telling me that oh this is to help break it down, this is to help keep your system healthy. Is that the theory behind it?
2: Um, it can be yes. Uh, basically, it's there's two parts of that. Yeah. So, uh, some people want to sell you products. Yeah, and that's what they're going exactly. to do, and they're mm-hmm. going to tell you what you want to hear. They're going to mm-hmm. tell you that if you don't do this, you're shortening a life, or it's not going right. to work correctly. The real answer is don't do anything. Okay. There are some additives. Uh, I want to explain one thing. So let's just say that your system, you're having a problem with your system Mm -hmm. and you're thinking about selling or you're going to do something and there are products that you can add that'll help break things down. But that's really only in a situation where you've got to replace the system, you've got a major problem going on. This will help maybe break down the... eat up some of the um solids that are stuck in the it's system, not really so a
3: maintenance type of thing nah, for maintenance no okay no, mm-hmm. stay away from it yeah because i know
1: because i know that mark you know when plumbing i mean he always says too like no you really shouldn't be put, putting anything really down your pipes and stuff that it just sort of corrodes your pipes and everything anyways like draino and all that other stuff i'm assuming that something like that might be similar that yeah
2: things like uh so there are certain products that will go down they'll kill the bacteria Remember, the system works on bacteria, so if it yeah. doesn't have bacteria, it's going to start a problem. Hmm. It yeah. needs bacteria to continue functioning salt. So-, so it correctly. just keeps on
1: breaking itself down.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Take the bacteria, what's going to happen?
1: Yeah, then it's just going to sit there.
2: Right, and it will rebuild itself, but it's a process.
3: Thought of of it's just sort of... So then earlier you mentioned the filter.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, when I think of a filter, I think of a filter being changed
2: okay. often. Sure. But you
3: said you talked you talked about cleaning the
2: filter. Yeah, so the filter that, that's installed in this actual septic system can be cleaned with a hose. What's it called?
3: Okay.
1: The z uh Zable. Okay. I was Zabel. close. Yep. I close z- enough. <laughs> so
2: it's, um, the, there's a couple different styles and models, and but the typical Zable filter can be cleaned. So we we take it out with a tool and we wash it down with a hose. We have a mm-hmm. hose on the truck yep. and we'll wash the filter out and everything we wash out of the filter actually goes back into the tank. Mm-hmm. And then when we when we um, vacuum the tank clean, mm-hmm. We take that material with us okay. and then the filters. So the t- filters are to be reused. They're okay. all plastic. That's good to yeah. know
3: because I think that some people think that they just need a new filter. Yeah.
2: Right. And if it is, sometimes um, it's been broken, put in, or the handles have been broken off, yeah. or it's it it's has exceeded its life expectancy, then mm-hmm. yes, we will put a new one okay. in. But typically they're usable several Great. times.
1: This is uh, Shira McNamara. You're listening to Talk Real Estate along with um, Tracy White from Casoli Septic and Linda McDonald from Boston Connect Real Estate. 781-837-4900. Ryan is manning the phones this morning. So if you have any questions for us, I feel bad there was someone from Canton who had a question. So hopefully we're able to answer it. I'm sort of going back and forth and I don't know which way I want to go. And there are times where I can't believe maybe an hour isn't enough for us to talk about this stuff. <laughs> but- It um, goes fast. I know it does. So there's a couple of things. What is some of the filter? Um, it's important because what are some of the things that you shouldn't be putting in your system and what a, why people shouldn't be using a garbage disposal? These are a couple topics <laughs> I'm hoping, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the other thing was, I remember you saying something like if your house was built at like 1992-ish or something like that, like you have to go out back to do a, a, a special test for for water level. I don't know if we'll get there. We have a caller right now. Sure. So we have Dorothy from Kenton. Good morning.
4: Hi, good morning. How can we help you today? Hey. Um, I have a question about septic and wells. Oh, okay. Um, it seems when I looked at some homes, they have both well water and septic. Okay. And I was wondering if you could kind of fill me in on what to uh, look for? Uh, mm-hmm. Distance between well and septic? How can a septic affect the well? How can a well affect the septic?
1: Mm-hmm. That's okay. a very good question.
2: So um, you have to have a minimum of 100 feet of separation between the septic system itself, meaning the leaching field or the component, to the well. We have to have a hundred foot separation between the two. Okay. Uh, if you don't have a hundred foot separation, one needs to be created. So whether that means move the well or move the septic, but one of the two has to be removed. I would also, um, uh, not removed, just relocated. I would also, um, you can ask for a waiver, let's just say it's 96 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can ask for a waiver. You can go to the Board of Health and have an engineer or uh, have plans drawn up so they can show that it's 96 feet not 100. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. can ask for a waiver and say, hey, listen, this is as far as I can go. This is my property line. I can't. There's no other place in the property to move it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll
2: get a waiver but they're going to want you to test the water.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to want okay. to do a
2: water sample so they make sure that these two aren't to want mixing together.
1: Wouldn't you want to do that anyways? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I've never really thought about this, Dorothy, but thank you for bringing it up. Is Because I know like, when we had a well built for our or, um, irrigation. I know, like, I think Mark, like, hit a stream of some sort, like, right under our house. Mm. So you can. Yeah, because
4: c- yeah, I know some wells are deeper than others. and Yeah, right. like, uh, at what point is this, like, when
1: it gets to the leaching field, at what point is it, like, filtered? Like, I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah, it's definitely filtered through the earth. I mean, yeah. all septics do get filtered mm-hmm. to the earth, but mm-hmm. they want to create the separation so that they're not tied together on the property. So when your system's actually leaching into the earth, your well isn't six feet outside of it and you're yeah. now, your well's yeah. pulling up your yeah. septics.
1: Yeah, where's the properties that you're looking at, Dorothy? I'm sort of um, curious. Just,
4: just various pr- places. Some say town, town water, some say well water, and a lot of them have septic. so. Yeah. That's a very, very good question.
2: Yeah. I, it's nothing to be afraid of. You just want to do the, you know, make sure you do your the homework to make sure the well actually gets tested by a laboratory. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've uh, been you, looking a lot, like, down, like, Middleborough, Lake yeah. Hill, Hanson, Halifax, yeah, all the towns. They all seem to have a lot of less oh, town and sewer and more, um, seven you seven know, well seven water seven. and, yeah. and mm-hmm. septic. Yeah, I'd say that
1: the wells in our area down here, like Carver, all, they all have wells in that situation. Mm-hmm. So uh, they have filters and stuff on the wells. I don't know a whole lot about wells, to Yeah, be there's honest. filters
2: and there's tanks. And it, you know, you should, if you do I, have I a I had
4: well. looked at one place in Plumpton a yeah. while back and they actually said that the, the septic had failed okay. and that it was gonna be the buyer's responsibility. And then when we measured out where the well was, it looked like it was only about 30 feet away. <laughs> okay. Oh. And I was
1: like, oh, that doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't be drinking that water ever. <laughs> and that's no. what you'd
2: want to get, if you were going to buy that house, Dorothy, that's what you'd want to get an engineer involved mm-hmm. so that we, right, you right. know, and test the soils in the ground. That's part of the process.
4: Yeah, I kind of ran away from that one.
2: There
1: you
4: yeah, go. <laughs> good. Yeah, I would have
1: too. If I was your buyer's agent, I would have dragged you out of there maybe. <laughs> but the other <laughs> yeah, thing too.
4: I have, a, I have a very good agent.
1: That's good. Yeah, that's great. And I'm sure she knows the whole area and everything. So it looks like she's definitely looking care of, taking care of your interest. But one of the things too, Tracy, I love too, is now you have. An engineer sort of on site right in your office so yes that whole process is so much easier Dorothy did you have any other questions for Tracy no no that's it thank you very much oh you're, you're welcome. welcome good luck with your home search <laughs>
4: thank you bye
1: bye that is important too is the whole process and maybe that's another show, is the whole process to get a new system done. I mean, which way should we go right now? Should we tell people what they shouldn't do for their systems first?
2: <laughs> sure, you can do that.
1: Okay, well, why don't we do that? So you have the filter on there. So how do you have a healthy, maintain a good system other than just the pumping?
2: So a couple things. You um, You want to make sure the filter gets cleaned annually, even though you don't have to pump the system okay. annually. The system, the the uh, filter should be cleaned annually.
1: Homeowner can do that themselves. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. it's, it's
2: if you, once uh-huh. I show you, once Linda, you'll uh-huh. you'll enjoy it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Linda, um, we just, we'll I love
1: you everything. and everything. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm really? not helping you with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
2: We can actually come out and do that for you. Okay. So, we actually, you know, if you said, you know, called and said, hey, listen, I had my system pumped last year. I don't, I know, I don't need a pump this year, but I know you mentioned to me, the, it sh- the filter should be cleaned. We can come out with and clean the, the filter and put it back in for you. Okay. It's yeah. not. It's not a problem.
1: That's good. Okay. Perfect.
2: As far as the system itself, um, y- things you shouldn't flush down there. You shouldn't be flushing. Uh, I tell people, don't throw your Q-tips down there. Don't throw mm-hmm. women's products down there. Mm-hmm. Um, y- paper towels, stay away from those. Even mm-hmm. like the, the, the baby wipes and stuff, mm-hmm. put them in a bag. And, and they say flushable the
1: on them, which drives Mark I absolutely, absolutely never put insane. Like
3: that. Well, well
2: everything's flushable it. as long as it don't get stuck <laughs> halfway down. <laughs> That's
3: a good point. How about one ply toilet paper versus two ply? Does that matter?
2: Only to you.
0: Okay. (laughs) Not to me.
3: Okay, whatever. Well, I remember being told a long time ago, only use one-ply toilet. No, that doesn't make it. Why? You're only using more of it. But But
2: you're doubling up anyway, so at the end of the day, you're back to it.
3: Yep.
1: Oh, Linda, oh, I'm whatever. so glad you came. Now <laughs> this actually made my morning. If you think I was in a good mood before, you have oh. no idea. That just made me. Oh. Hey, now's the that's time to remember on, on
2: the radio. That's all.
3: I <laughs> know. Oh, I
1: love that this is live. We want your bum to be careful. Like we have the charming guy in here. You know. Yeah. Two ply. Go two ply. Just one of those. If you're questions on a boat, if you're on a boat, about. it's something different. And then you need like an eco-friendly type, um, something it. that breaks down really okay. quickly because it's in a tank for a <laughs> for a boat. (laughs) But that was priceless. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry. Trying to make things interesting. (laughs) I'm so off track now. 781-837-4900. You are listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Tracy White of Casoli Septic, along with Linda McDonald from uh, Boston Connect Real Estate, who just made my day. So, yeah,
3: turn in all that toilet paper, okay? (laughs) Whatever. How about the um, garbage disposal? Yes, let's talk about that.
2: Um, They're not recommended. I don't recommend them. In most places, uh, if you put a new system in, typically on the planet, it will say, you know, not designed for garbage disposal because Mm -hmm. what people do is they throw everything in there. Yeah. And where does it go? Right down to the septic system. Yep. And it doesn't really belong in there.
1: One of the things I try to explain to people, especially when I'm saying, you know, you don't want to be putting the feminine products down there. Let's just face it. I have teenage daughters and everybody on the air knows what I'm talking about right now. So even though those things say flushable, they are certainly not flushable. And when it goes through the system, now you have the filter that will catch it, right?
2: Correct. And that's the idea of the filter. The idea of the filter is it's on the outlet side of the tank. So you have an Picture a tank, and you have an inlet side, which is this, everything comes from your house into the tank. Then yep. you have the outlet side, which is a little bit lower, and that's where everything leaves the tank. The idea of the filter is to not let anything but gray water leave.
1: Yeah, so
2: it's everything gets trapped in that tank, and that's very important because a system will last much longer if every if that filter wasn't in place. Anything that floats continues on through the system and that's that's so shortening life.
1: Then it will clog, right? Because all those little pipes or whatever that are going through your leaching field and right. it has all the stone over it and everything, so those little holes sort of get plugged. So if people use a garbage disposal and they're putting grinds of a cantaloupe down there, that mm. th- if those sneak by your filter, well, they wouldn't get by a filter, but if you don't have the filter, then they're just sort of blocking the holes, yeah, right? And
2: eventually it just clogs the system and that's what creates a failure because a failure really means that the system is no longer. So, you know, sewage can no longer get through. It's Something's blocked.
1: Okay.
2: Um, And that's what ends up happening. That's the biggest part of the filter.
1: So how long does a system, like a new system today, how long would that last? I mean, if you're taking care of it, I can't see why it would ever fail.
2: Correct. I mean, it's going to expire at some point in time, but there's nothing to look at a 30-year window. Yeah. It's, as long as you maintain it and you keep the filter cleaned and you do everything you're supposed to do, um, which is really not that much. Really, it comes down to keeping the filter clean and pumping the system regularly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's nothing to see a 30-year window anymore.
1: Yeah. I know. And, okay, cesspools, real quickly. What? Are, tell us a little bit about cesspools. Are they automatic fails?
2: Uh, it, that's regulated by the towns in some cases. So okay. there are towns that um, say cesspool, if it's working, functioning correctly, and it does not. Um, it's not interfering with the water table, Mm -hmm. then it's a pass. Other towns say cesspool. 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 (laughs) uh, Working or not, it's failed. Okay. So it's really regulated Mm -hmm. by the towns. So
1: it's not state regulated. So you have to know all of the requirements of the state and each town individually.
2: And they change... You know, towns will add and subtract things. Last year, they didn't do this. This year, they are. So you have to kind of refresh yourself. Each spring comes around, you really want to make sure you look at the rules of the town you're working in, like for for me anyways. Yeah. You know, if I'm going out, I usually grab an updated set of rules just to make sure that last year a cesspool may have passed in this town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This year, the board has voted. They no longer pass.
1: So but do they have, like, As I know, like, I'm on the zoning board in the town of Pembroke, and we have a zoning board of appeals book, like, yes. with all of our bylaws in there. What th- Do they have them for the Board of Health as well?
2: Uh, not really. A, uh, it's typically a one- or two-page oh. uh, n- set of notes and okay. memorandum about what they do and requirements. Yeah. Some towns require, uh, when you do a Title Five, they require you pump the tank.
1: Oh, okay. Some. Towns oh, Hanson, right? Doesn't yes. Hanson require yeah. you to pump the tank first, right? right? Yes. Well, oh, during, after. after the inspection. After. Mm-hmm. So...
2: Not all the towns are the same, so you got to always kind of be looking at these rules before you head out to the job, or at least in the springtime. They don't typically change in mid-year.
1: Yep. It's usually... But that was a good point though that I just said and we when you're getting your system checked do not pump it
3: first right
2: Do not because I can't do the inspection because all the all the evidence so to speak is gone
3: I see I can't yeah. I
2: can't now determine the height of the the material that's in the tank yep. whether well, the tank was over full whether well, there was a clogged pipe because it's now been cleaned
1: So as a buyer's agent I'm sorry to cut you off mm. Linda as a buyer's agent how would I best protect my client if I hate to say that I don't trust people but when I'm working as a buyer's agent I wonder sometimes you know, if I don't know the person who did the inspection, mm-hmm. like, how do you know that somebody didn't come in, have it pumped before you got there? You don't. Yeah.
2: Uh, the, the real answer is you don't.
1: Um, it isn't like they could go in there with a bucket and start taking stuff out, though, right? Well, they could. Well,
2: the, but typically what will happen is, uh, I say typically happen, I shouldn't say that because I'm not sure it does happen, but um, you really, there's no way you can safeguard that. Okay. Because by the time they're going to put the house on the market, before they put it on the market, if they know there's a problem, they're going to have it taken care of, meaning you know, vacuumed Mm. out or the tank pumped out. And then maybe the inspector will come out and look at it and go, geez, everything looks great. You never really know, and there's no way you're going to know. It's going to be, you have to go with what you have. I mean, it's what they present is what you have. Mm -hmm. So
1: I know that I have a client in Norwell that's going to be putting his house on the market soon. This is one of the things I had explained to you that, you know, he hasn't done this in forever and he's a little nervous about the whole process, the whole navigating, buying and selling at the same time. So I'm going to be meeting with him and you have been gracious enough to, you know, say that you would sit and meet with him at some point too. So I really do appreciate that you're going to take the time to do that because this is a lot of information. I don't want people to be overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. but...
4: Yeah,
2: keep it real... You know, I try to keep it as in layman terms as much as possible because it just gets more more confusing than more I tell them yeah so you know, I try to keep it very... So
1: the simple. little um, session that we did here uh, that you did for the office, maybe I can talk to Denine, and maybe we can work something out. Maybe you could come to the office one night and we could hold something for the public where you could help them if we have some clients and we could all have our Absolutely. clients come. Absolutely, yep, not a problem at all. Great. Um, Great. I think that that would be really nice Absolutely. for people to see the visuals of this whole thing. Uh, we are getting close to our time here. I didn't hear my doorbell, which usually prompts me, but that's okay. No problem, right? Um, so Tracy, how can people... Again, this is Tracy White from Casoli Septic. How can people get in touch with you? if they have more questions. So if they want to get a Title V inspection, if they want to get their system pumped, if they want to turn in their metal, if they want to build a house, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you do it all.
2: You can call 781-293-2463. Mm-hmm. That number is 781-293-2463.
1: And I will have all of Tracy's uh, information on my website as well. Um, and again, as I had said, his other half, better half, I adore her, uh, is Denine Caprio and she is a fully licensed real estate agent over at Boston Connect Real Estate. She does an awesome job. So if you're looking for someone to help you uh, build a house, they do that with each other, too. I know you still have some things going on or no?
2: Yeah, I mean, actually, I'm, f- I'm finishing up the one of the last two that we have right currently being built right Perfect.
1: Now. So yeah. they do that really well together. But Tracy also, I mean, uh, Deneen also works as a buyer's agent and a listing agent. So you can get in touch with her. You can get in touch with Tracy. Again, that number is 781-293-2463.
2: 2463.
1: Two, Linda McDonald from Boston Connect Real yeah. Estate. Buyer's agent, seller's agent,
3: One of the best of the best. How can people get in touch with you? My cell phone number is 781-710-3488. It was a pleasure to be here today. Perfect. And I'm Sharon
1: McNamara. You can find both me and Linda at bostonconnect.com. I'll be doing open houses all day, southshoreopenhouses.com. I'm Sharon McNamara, 781-294-4848. Have a great weekend and happy Easter.